Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the everyday golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we discuss our daily fantasy and picks for the Waste Management Open, the latest Patrick Reed drama, the controversial distance study, and more. Stay tuned after the break. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. How was yes. your week, my friend? It was a great week, sir. Great week. And yourself? It's It's been good. Um, I've been watching a little bit of PGA. Been I was reeling earlier this week from my shit picks last week. Uh, finished I, I must, huh? I must say, I always look forward to Fridays, whether we're recording uh, in person or yes. even recording on Zoom. Yes, always it's always good. Fridays are my best, the best nights of the week during COVID right now. Um, and it's, it's a great, and it's a great time. Um, yeah. So I was looking <laughs> earlier this week, I was pissed about how last week turned out with all my picks finished second to last. And I won't bore you with going through the trials and tribulations of my picks last week, but um, this week at the waste management open, I picked uh a squad consisting of John Rom, Zalatoris. I don't even know that fool's first name. I think Will Zalatoris. All I know is this dude makes top tens and cuts. Um, Ricky Fowler, Max Halma, uh, Harry Higgs, and Pat Perez. And so that's my that's my daily fantasy for the entire tournament this week. Solid and squad. I can, half my squad missed the fucking cut, bro. I can see that, but you got three guys still in it. I got three guys still in it, but there's no chance because it's winner take all. And uh, whoever caught has got this this ringer he brought in. He picked like all the entire leaderboard is his team. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got three twenty nine. I see the scoreboard down there. Yeah, he's lapping the field, bro. uh, We were talking about him before we started recording, but I, 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 I. Jokingly, was just saying, who the hell is this guy? I do recall seeing him on the on the leader on Sunday last weekend. Yes, uh, at Tory Zalatoris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and yeah, you see, forty two percent drafting him too. So people took took no. They got to get my guy a picture. Let's go, DraftKings. Yeah, get yeah. Him. Come on, come on, DraftKings. Get uh, get get Will or whatever his name is, Zalatoris. Get him a pic. Sure. So I last week I hit I hit on one of my picks I hit on Tony Finau plus two hundred nice my top year picks nice I am uh I think I've kind of broken about even right with mm-hmm. the guys that I play and don't play plus two hundred is really not that big of a I mean that's you know two bucks to one yeah uh, and then I hit the Harris English about and that was bucks. a top ten right that was a top ten yeah, finish they're all top tens um so I try to keep it to in the kind of four to five top ten play range um and and now now I need these guys to hit because especially after I watched some of these crap basketball games that I just bet on tonight not, not <laughs> uh seems all my money is tied up on my picks now so I took today and and I went a little bit less chalky and I got to go. I, I want to say, so I had one, one missed the cut of my five. So I took, these are all top 10 picks again. So I took Scotty Scheffler plus 400, uh, Gary Woodland plus 500, Brooks Kepka plus 450, Bubba plus 450 and Wyndham Clark plus uh, 1100. Wow. And Easy. so I got uh, the only one to not make the cut out of that was Woodland. 
So this is with this was a fun like I I I wanted to try to narrow down or or not bet as much on golf, but these Brooks Kepka plus five four fifty is outstanding. So he's right? four strokes back. He went five under today. You gotta think Brooks Kepka. This there's certain like you know in in there's certain in basketball, football, anytime that you get a team off kind of like a bad performance or a slump. Right. And there's, there's value in, in betting on those squads. And so right. that's like Brooks this week, dude, there's no way this guy misses three cuts in a row. Dude. And people were talking shit. People were talking shit about him too. Being like, Oh, maybe he was just a flash in the pan, you know, like, and here he know, is. I don't know how you can say that when a dude won back-to-back us opens. I agree. In there, that's not flash in the pan. Uh, no, dominated. He dominated for two years. I think there. if anything, he's not healthy, and that's what's caused a lot of his 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 issues more than anything. I agree. I think that uh, that injury is uh, a lot more serious than he let on for sure. Well, and so you got to think the, as well, right? Like part of why I took um, shit. I forget. Maybe Wyndham Clark missed the cut last week too. I'm not sure, but. Dude, that South Court, if you cut the South Course on Friday last week, you were hosed. Totally. Uh, And so, so, you know, like Brooks was a great pick because he's low, low, he hit his floor. Never, I I, I don't, show me the rest of the season when you're going to find Brooks Kepka plus 450 to finish in the top 10. That one, yeah, you, you probably got him on the lowest. You have to you have to remind us if you see him any lower the rest of the season. Uh, but all these guys made the cut. Bubba, Wyndham Clark, they're kind of deep. But I got Brooks and Scotty in the top ten right now. So let's hope they uh let's hope they finish out. So your boy Well, so I mean it sounds like you it sounds like you got a bunch of guys who know how to make a cut. Um my team, I have three half my team isn't even playing anymore. They're gonna be watching it next to me. Tomorrow, shame on shame on me for not betting on Harry Higgs. I should. Uh, I, well, I, I said I always will do it, and I, I did not. So. No, you didn't, and good good thing you didn't because his ass didn't make the cut. Pat Perez, Pat Perez didn't make the this cut. Used to be like his course, right? He went to ASU. You would think he would play. Yeah, he was. He had a he had a two under first round and went even today. Um, and then I picked Henry Higgs, Harry Higgs, Pat Perez, right. and and Ricky Fowler. They did not make. Uh, those three did not make the cut. And I have to, I have to say, I have to say this. And I, I still love Ricky Fowler as a golfer, as a human being, but fuck Ricky Fowler. <laughs> fuck Ricky Fowler. I am never betting Ricky Fowler ever again. So he, he, he was, he was on my list. Cause I had a couple guys that I wanted to bet and I didn't, um, and he was kind of in the, you know, he's he needs to play well this or he needed to play well. He ain't he ain't playing on the weekend, but uh oh my man, god. I, I guess I guess <laughs> I guess he can join us in a practice session on the Yeah, range. we should have his ass on the fucking <laughs> podcast. We should move our podcast to Saturdays whenever I bet on him because you know for a fact he's gonna be just watching it with us. And that's no, no disrespect. This is just because I'm frustrated. He's still a great golfer, still a good human being. No, but, he's the man. I mean, I hope he gets it together. Now he's got he's got to basically, I think, win a tournament now before the Masters to get to creep up to where he needs to be. Dude, I don't know what he they they've been talking about him making swing changes, and that's all well and good. But like, did he not work on putting at all? Because he can't oh, putt that's, anymore. That's why he can't I said anymore. he needs to join. He needs to join us out of the range, bro. He needs it's to grind it out. And and. and, and, and and, I, and that's the thing, dude. Next, 
next week I am not going to bet guys that I like in terms of like them as people. I'm going to go straight my gut next time because I keep ignoring that and be like, oh well, yeah, I don't want to not bet. I don't I don't want to I don't want to not bet them and then they win. And then I feel like, you know, I'm not backing up the guys I like. But at the same yeah. time, this is money and I can't be Woodland, <laughs> Woodland, I, Woodland, that was Woodland for me. Uh Scheffler, this of course, I think Scheffler played well here last year. Bubba's won. Brooks I You called the Scheffler pick. Uh and uh Wyndham Clark. I'll be fully honest on that. I just heard Wyndham Clark on like a on VEASAN, I think. Some golf dude on on VEASAN was saying pick Wyndham Clark. So Hey, hey, that dude was right. He made the top 10. Or, he made the cut. He could potentially make the top 10. That's a nice little payout. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited for next week's uh, uh, DraftKings. I'm going to definitely uh, do a little bit more research, and I'm not going to pick guys based upon just, you know, I'm a fan of theirs. Um, anyone who's listening to the podcast right now, make sure you reach out to us on Sandy Pars Golf uh, on Instagram. I'll, uh, I'll shoot you the link for our DraftKings each week. Um, we're slowly growing and it's, you know, it's only five bucks. It's pretty much just for fun, but the more people we get in there, the, you know, the bigger the payout. Yeah. And DraftKings make it less difficult for some of us to get into our uh, DraftKings lock. apparently locked out two thirds of their users. So um, yes. And stop making contests. So goddamn confusing. Um, but yeah, so Ricky Fowler is going to be watching with me tomorrow uh, because he's playing like I did at the range earlier today when Ryan and I went out and grinded it out at, uh, at, at the Dio Presidio golf course, ah, here in San Francisco, the Dio. <laughs> so we're out of the Dio and, uh, um, there are, there are probably about three dozen ball marks on the hosels of various clubs for myself today. Um, mine included I, I, dude, I think today mostly, was one of the mostly worst. Mostly my wooded, my metals are yeah. uh, where I was hosling, but that was rough. Uh, yeah, dude, that shit was really rough. Um, I must say, I haven't done something like that in a while, but it was. I haven't seen. I haven't <laughs> seen you hit the ball like that in in a while. I I somewhat expected to just with the, the changes I'm making. Yeah. If you're working on stuff, that's normal, but it's just tough, man. It, and it can just happen. And then what, you know, like I think for every amateur can relate to it is like when it, when it does start to happen, you, you know, you just start getting pissed and then you're moving like a million miles per hour. And the next thing you know, you've, you've hosled. Dude, <laughs> all it takes is a few hosel rockets to really destroy your confidence. Like, well, what is it? What could it be? I actually do feel pretty good that I was able to work through that shit um, yeah, towards the end, of the, the end of the bucket. It, and it was just mainly just uh, flipping a lot, like you said. Um, and uh, uh, the only the only thing I, I started just focusing on was I was trying to like hook it, hook the ball. And yeah, finally, you, were, you were pulling some some, of it, but yes, that, that, yeah, dude. And what, yeah, it's it's crazy. It also, I saw it started with you on, on some of the wedges. And I think sometimes you get inclined when on the wedge, you, you hosel one and then you try to dick around with the fakes and then you just come. It's very easy to start fucking just nuking a ton yeah, of Yeah, the, the, the first, 
the first thing I always do when I'm starting to, I always start the hosel rockets with the wedge. So what I do is I, I tell myself, okay, if I'm hosling shots and shanking them, essentially, I'm going to go ahead and work on, um, obviously not doing that, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm just going to take one short iron and just work on it that way. Like I don't, I usually progress through my bag at the range. Uh, and I was just like, fuck that it's, this is bad. I just focus on, on my, my low irons. I think, I think, yeah. I, think I think I hit 80% of my, my balls today with uh pitching wedge. Uh, dude, I hit a ton of short, short clubs uh, today. You got it going too. You, you, after that, you hit some good balls and then you started smoking drives. So it's, it's hella frustrating though, when that happens. Yeah. Um, like, so m- myself, I kind of expected that to happen. I was actually, well, you've been working through I, some I, stuff. You've been making some actual, I didn't hit the changes. range. I didn't hit the range all week. We went on Sunday. Right. And, and to the deal. And the deal. I actually, I felt like I hit the ball really well on Sunday, right? Like we, mm-hmm. I left smoking a drive over the fence, which is yeah. always nice. Um, all I did was like mirror work this week, right? And set up, set up posture and take away. And then, and like I said, before we got out there, I said, yes, you did. My, my shit in the mirror looks good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good in the mirror. I'm playing. I got all my alignment sticks. I got all the, the, the gadgets going. Uh, and truth be told, the first I was hitting wedges. I, I hit everything up to a seven iron and I felt really good. And then I grabbed a five iron. And I told you, I was like, I don't even know who this cat is. And then I, <laughs> I hosled that off. And then that started just a, a, a downfall of me hitting some poor shots. Um, and shots like to where I told you when we were walking back or when we were walking to go putt, I was like, dude, there was about 10, 15 minutes out there where I felt like I couldn't control the club face on anything. It started with the, like my hybrid and my driver. And then I tried to hit a, a wedge and I was like, Oh no. Oh no. But when you're, when you're trying to change stuff, here's what it is like you there's so much there's so much stuff going on there's only so much you can think about and so i'm not a big like trying to change my shit guy Mm. you know but i understand what i'm doing but i got so the there's just so i don't know it's it's a hard to explain right you're worried about your setup posture and then all of a sudden like your grip falls apart or like you're telling me, right. My, my lead wrist was bowed out the other way. Like that's, that doesn't happen to me normally. That mm-hmm. completely explains why I was hosling shots. Yeah. Uh, I used to, I used to have the same issue. I, I would, I would cock, essentially you're cocking the wrist and it's, it, at least for me, it feels like when you cock it, cause you can feel where it's at. Right. If you keep it neutral with a flat wrist, it's harder to know where the club face is unless you get really used to it and, and practice that shit. Yeah. Um, but it all comes back to me to like, just trying to, when I start doing that, I know like, you know what I mean? Then you're tense and thinking about stuff. Like right. I'd rather just, it's like, it's like, uh, I kind of equate it to this, right. I'd rather just think of like ones, like, you know, go back yeah. to like a 60% mantra or something like that. Right. One simple thing that's going to get me through the ball. Then, then, 
like, cause then you're, like I said, you're all tense. You, you don't think you're gripping tight, but you're gripping tight. I'd, I'd equate it to like, like what I used to say back in college, right? Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm never going to cram for a test because like, I'd much rather just take that time and sleep and like trust that I can wake up refreshed, you know, and, and, and right. my, my mind, right. Then yeah. sit there and cramming and trying to stay up all night and waking up dead ass tired and trying to take a test in the morning. So yeah, you can't be having a ton of swing thoughts when you're working through shit. Yeah. Um, yep, and, yep. and, uh, cause yeah, like you said, there's just too much going on and you're focusing on too much. Um, dude, I'm a fucking strength coach and I was like trying to get, over the ball more by bending my knees i should be the first person to know like you know i need to push my hips back and like yeah, yeah it's silly golf sucks dude Fuck. <laughs> i fucking golf sucks golf is hard dude harold varner the third's quote golf is hard and uh um that's why we love it um is it's getting through shit like this when you you're, you'll get on the other side and you'll feel you'll feel much better i mean you saw me struggle last year for a long stretch there and when you come on the other side with something that you can rely yep. upon um you have tools to know when you're when you're messing up or you're having a, a certain you know certain type of and like you said i hit i hit probably 70 percent of my shots today were my 56 48 pitching wedge and nine iron right because that was like what felt that was like, I could feel the takeaway. You know what I mean? That was like the feeling that I need, that I've been trying to replicate when I was looking in the mirror all week, you know, doing my setup takeaway swings. And I can't, I've, I don't know. It don't feel right with my, my, my driver or any of my long, long clubs right now. Yep. However, it'll get there. It'll get there. Yep. Well, Hey, I mean, at least you're being, you know, uh, you know, an, an honest man of the game you're putting in the work. Um, you're not, uh, moving your ball at Torrey Pines, like Patrick Reed did where he said his ball did not bounce where I don't know how you can't see your ball bounce when you have you and your caddy looking at it. Um, but I thought that was in the big topics of this week was seeing Patrick Reed out there again at the center of some controversy. I forget. I was talking to somebody, um, Oh no, we were watching it at our house. We had some people over. I'm sitting there watching uh, on mute and Patrick Reed's out there with the fucking rules official and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, he's figuring out a way to cheat again, blah, 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 blah. But um, before I say my thoughts on the whole Patrick Reed situation, I'm, I want to know yours. Well, I mean, what do you think? Um, that, that, yeah, that, that, the, it's, it's weird. Uh, because who knows what he actually saw from his vantage point, right? True. From TV, it's really easy to speculate and say, not speculate. We saw the ball bounce, right? Right. And so, bounce so, forward. Uh, so, I mean, so if I'm, if I'm thinking like, and trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, cause I, I want to like Patrick Reed. I love him from the Ryder cup. Right. And yeah. There's so many prickly things about him uh that make you want to dislike him yeah but i still want to give him the benefit of the doubt um in particular because when he plays really well like he did this this weekend too uh i mean there were it, one shot wasn't the issue he nah. killed it sunday he beat, by, he he beat really the field well, by five he's strokes very, he's very fun to watch especially with how he scrambles around the greens yeah he's incredible he is uh mickelson-esque right like yeah 
and, and not only like is he good at doing it but he does some like crazy shit shots you know like yeah. that so i want to like the guy that was tough i and again i feel kind of jaded because i just we could see the ball bounce but who knows right golf's crazy you get a top you if it bounced forward it's got top spin on it it rained the day before you know windy rainy conditions so right. obviously you're talking some winter type golf it certainly could plug and right not plug but leave the you know be embedded right uh, but at the same time dude we we had this conversation on the 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 podcast you had at the the women's us open in the middle of december these girls were hitting shots and they the usga wouldn't let them play wipe and play yeah, so they were hitting mud balls the entire time and trying to play a tournament out of it. So yep. in that sense, right, you're a pro. I, if it's me and you playing, I don't think it's that big of a deal, right? I'm going to tell you to pick your ball up out mm-hmm. of that shit and, and 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 hit it out of a decent lie right. versus a plug ball. But we're not golf pros, right? We're no. just talking about how we collectively hosled 40 shots at the fucking yeah, range. Yeah, exactly. So, I have to clean my clubs uh, now because pro, even seeing even right? seeing the rock the hosel rockets, I I can't have like it that's on the, when you're a pro, that's adjunct to missing a free throw and like being like, no, I want to move the free throw a little bit forward. Right. <laughs> yep. No, I I think the the first thing for me was was learning. Does this happen frequently? How is this normally handled? And you know how how do uh situations like that how do they normally happen so do pros pick up their ball without a rules official and turns out they do that shit all the time yeah and they have they have the rules officials that follow each group for that and so that's where i gotta give i I meant to say this i gotta give him the rules official said he was fine yeah the rules official there said he was fine the 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 marshal or whatever you call the spotters out there the the volunteer said that his ball didn't bounce and his playing group of other professional golfers also said it did not bounce. Um, so I think that the main thing is his reputation precedes him and it's been following him around. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent is like, it's hard to, to hate on the guy um, for too for too long because I really do appreciate his game. I really respect it. He is very good around the greens and he's one of the best putters, at least when he's on, I don't know what his ranking is in the, in the world, but God damn, I've seen him make putt after putt after putt after putt. And it's like, almost like he does this shit on purpose. Cause the last toe time he, had, he has Rory and destroyed Rory in the masters. Yeah. On a yeah. Sunday. Without a doubt. Um, and I, you know, like I said, his, his reputation precedes him. Um, you know, he followed all the rules afterwards he you know it was confirmed that he followed all the rules uh so i you know i'm gonna give him a pass on this one you know he's been caught he got caught once you know the whole thing about when he was in college too that's obviously something that's followed him around we gotta we gotta give him a pass we gotta give him a pass from the the the, the rules we can't give him a pass on retweeting from his burner account though no we cannot that I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that no we cannot and uh he him or his wife calling out Rory um, on golf facts. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> dude, I think I'm gonna get a burner account. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go post on on Twitter if and Katie shit like that. Katie has a burner account. Everyone can have a burner. I know. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tweet dumb shit on on online, and then and then as soon as somebody calls me out, I'm gonna use my burner and be like, no, that's not it. You know, that's <laughs> dude. Then you then you run the risk though of getting caught. I'm too in insignificant that, uh, to get in caught. that hitting that tweet from the. It's tough. Two accounts is tough, dude. Sometimes I'm not sure which one you're logging to. Strong body, strong swing that I meant to post on Ryan Munoz. And then yes. I- yep. Oh my god. But yeah, I thought I thought it was funny when they when uh, he called out or I'm sorry, golf facts called out Rory. Uh, I was cracking up with that sweet egg logo that they had. <laughs> Don't even bother putting a fucking picture on there, man. Jesus. Um, speaking of Rory, though, too. Uh, he actually came out this week and talked about the uh, the RNA and was it the RNA and the USGA did yes. a did a study on distance and all that type of stuff. And, we, and we've heard this for a while. They've done it. They've done it already. I thought I thought they already had done this, but I guess the results, the full results of the um, study came out. And basically they're talking about, you know, equipment. Uh, they're talking about the golf ball, the golf courses and like what needs to change because guys are hitting the ball a mile now. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think that people you're in two schools, right? Usually everybody likes to see these guys go out there and just crush the ball a mile, myself included. When you see it in person, it's way different than when you see it on TV on TV. Yeah. It's still awesome. Especially with all the top tracer and camera angles they have now. Yeah. But it's like, it's like going to an NHL game. They're they're, It's a different, it's totally different. different. It's totally different. Um, And so, you know, in terms of what they're talking about, they're either talking about uh, three things, the golf ball, rolling that back equipment, rolling that back, or having to juice up these courses to make it more difficult for these guys. And I don't know which camp I'm in uh, 100%, but I think of those three things, I would rather see maybe the golf ball dialed back a little bit. And here's the thing. The main reason I want that I would want that is because some of these courses that have been, we've enjoyed watching, uh, you know, major tournaments, not necessarily only majors, but majors, you know, the, the tournaments that are a staple every season, you're seeing these guys kind of go out there and just abuse them. And yeah. I want those courses to, to still be competitive. I don't want to see guys, you know, 20 under at the end of a tournament. I still like seeing the good shots. I get that, but I like to see the overcoming of adversity. I like to see how they struggle a little bit and they come back. Like, I don't want to just be all, you know, yeah. a cakewalk for these guys. I don't think that's the trend of uh, sports in general and, and viewership for sports, right? Right. People don't want to see defense in the Super Bowl tomorrow or in two days. People don't right. want to see defense playing hoop. And, and so it's interesting because I have down, I, I want the same thing. I don't think you need to change the equipment there. I'll go back to the equipment chain. I don't think you need to change equipment. I want, I, this is just kind of, you know, some uh, cool hypothetical. How about we get a series of dope courses that are set up for PGA players where these dudes do get to bomb it, but that once you hit your bomb, 
you don't get to hit a, a wedge shot in, right? You got yeah. you're forced to hit, you know, another for them, it's 180 something yards, middle iron in, right? right? For us, if I hit a good drive, I'm looking at, you know, hopefully I'm hitting like anywhere from a seven to a to a a wedge in. Right. Cool. So I want see that, right? Versus seeing these guys have to take their four iron out off the tee. And so, I don't I'm more of the the on the side of like you don't really need to change anything, I don't think. Yeah. I I, I kind of like watching these guys abuse some courses. Uh, yeah. And and I really enjoy because I mean, look, they they make plenty of golf courses hard, right? And, right. And and so it's not like I mean, I mean, there's so you know, I guess Bryson comes to the the forefront how he smoked the U.S. Open at Wingfoot on Sunday, right? Called a shot yeah. too, but yes. But dude, that's tough to do still. You know right. what I mean? That's one. He's lucky that it happened on that day at that time because I mean, mm-hmm. you can watch him play. He he posted a what did he post like a 12 on one hole yeah and like the quick and loans in detroit or something so, <laughs> yeah. i mean that shit back for this part of the risk reward so that's true that I, is true and, and like d i love dj's point he said I'm, i was the best golfer i'm the number one ranked in the world and i i've hit more awful shots before dj's run this year he posted like two rounds in the 80s in the 80s in the 80s i told yeah and then I mean, he went on to win $20 million the rest of the season, right? Like, okay. like, like. Who's got it better than DJ? God. Um, I totally agree. My, my worry eventually, though, is like like I, like I was saying earlier, some of these courses that we see just getting dominated uh, year in and year out now, um, that, you know, you can't you – can't, well, there's two things. You can't expand the golf course. That's the, like you just can't do that this day and age. Uh, these courses only have a, a finite amount of space, um, you know, and some of these other courses, they don't have the the financial um, capability to expand their golf course like that. And so I, my fear would be that only like these prestiged golf courses um, would be on, on the tour every year because of the only ones who can essentially contain the distance that these guys are hitting yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and that's a great point because that's what's what's cool about the PGA being at Harding for us and like how that was a public course, right? And it did it, that did I, I that it did serious be a public course more often. Um, but I don't know. I got I got mixed feelings on on both sides of it because it would be cool to see these fools play like fucking hella long holes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it I'm would. Like, again, I've our six said, on tour. Fuck it. I've always said like that's why I watch LPGA a lot more because they play a more a comparable game to like what we play. Right. So it's, it's a little bit more of the similar kind of like shot strategy and stuff. Here's one thing I did. Adam Scott said he, and it, it, again, I've, I've, I'm torn on both sides because he said maybe some minor changes to like the equipment. And he goes, yeah. his, his thing was you can't have driver limit driver heads to, to uh like eight degrees right because bryson's out there swinging the like four and a half degree fucking <laughs> i love that i love it hole. um and i i'm like okay right i get that but like dude at the same time there's a part of me that's like dude if you take the time to learn that how to hit that right and when you de-loft your club like that you have so much less room for air and if you're smoking it you know what i mean like yep 
I don't know. I think golf kind of balances it out. That's the, that's the joy of golf, how you can be able to bomb it, but how well does that work for you at certain spots? Yep. I totally agree. What are you, uh, are you going to get any playing in this weekend? Are you going to, are you going to work on anything else this week? I'm going to go home and practice with my old man, uh, at, at Dela, and then we're going to get out for nine. Um, there was a point today when I was smoking nine irons at the range, I was like, shit, I wonder what I would shoot playing nine at Dale if I just took my nine iron out. (laughs) I mean, well, you would save a ton of money, not losing golf. I'd save a month. I'd save a grip on golf balls. Um, but I'm going to go out there. We'll see what happens. I, I, I have very low expectations. At least I hit some good drives here at the end of the, our range session. And I kind of, I've got an idea, I think of where my, my errors are uh, in, in, in these longer clubs, but we'll see. Stay tuned folks. The, yep. uh, the swing change is real. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, you come on, the, uh, come out on the other side of this thing. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to get better as you work through it. You're trying to improve. So you can't expect it all to happen at once, but no, I, I'm looking no. forward to it. And you guys are hitting up uh, the par three at Corica. Yeah, so apparently you can get uh you can get on it. Corica Park, Alameda, California. Um, if you want to look it up, it's coricapark.com. Uh these fucks, they don't let you play the big course, but they uh yeah, you gotta be a founder, you gotta pay 15 grand uh to, to get free golf. But you can play the you can play the par three course for 16 bucks. So we're gonna go out there, we're gonna grind a little bit, we're gonna play, then we're gonna grind a little bit more. Um all getting ready for, you know, spring and summer where we're going to play some tournaments this year. Hell yes. Looking forward to it, my man. Let's talk next week. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week as we discuss the results from this week's picks the upcoming Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight. <laughs>